0: So much interest in the Giro d'Italia, of course. There's so much interest in world cycling at the moment because they go from here, of course, they go then to the Tour de France and then they head across to Spain as well. And one man across all of this is Matt Keenan, of course, from SBS who is the go-to man when it comes to commentary in cycling on a world scale? He joins us right now. The good news is that the Giro is just dishing up headline upon headline and incident upon incident. It is a cyclist nuffy's dream. Matty Keenan, as I say, good morning.
1: <laughs> it is, and I don't know where to start. Do so we start with the nuffy that ran alongside Lorenzo Fortunato and nearly knocked him off just before he won the stage? We'll go
0: with that nuffy. There's plenty of those. There's plenty of those around that do oh. that.
1: That's one of the things about cycling. So most sports on an international scale, they're stadium-based sports, and there's separation between <laughs> the athletes, the field of play, and the spectators. But cycling, you can get right alongside, you can be in the ear of one of the riders, and it's really difficult to police. And we saw a couple of nights ago, this guy was on target when his first ever pro race, about 1,500 metres from the finish line, and an idiot runs alongside him, almost loses his footing, bumps into him, and then he, he manages to stay upright. The rider keeps going. And then that spectator, Tim, he thinks, oh, here comes someone else. I'll <laughs> see if I can have a chat to Jan Tratnik as well. But fortunately... The crowd took over. It was community policing, and they rugby-tackled him to the ground.
0: Yeah, he got him out of there before someone got killed, and we mean killed. And interesting enough, we, we noticed this morning on Gillian Goss when Phil, Phil Mickelson hit, hit his approach shot on the last hole at the PGA Championship, the crowd invaded the, the fairways and, and, and got around Mickelson pushing and shoving and hugging him and all sorts of things. And I said, one, so so much for social distancing, two, so much for security. Uh, so, I mean, it is a concern on, on a on a world level everywhere. Hey, there's a bit of drama overnight, wasn't there? Um, the 15th stage, uh, the yeah. race had to get stopped for a while.
1: Yeah, it was. Geez, it was a quick start. They had a tailwind. Everybody wanted to try and get into the breakaway. And then there was a big crash. There were 14 riders went down, which is, is not a, you know, there's been bigger crashes in terms of numbers, but they were, There were some serious injuries there and they had to stop the race because if they continued the race, there wasn't enough medical support to take care of the riders that had crashed and then continue behind the bike race in case somebody else crashed. So they had to stop the race and then make sure everybody that needed to jump in an ambulance was able to get into an ambulance and then they could still have the race doctor behind the peloton and another ambulance get there in time to be behind the race as well. So the stakes stopped for around about 20 minutes. And there were four riders in the end who had to abandon the race. They didn't look good at all. Fingers crossed that they do make a full recovery. And then as soon as the race started again, the first guy that attacked at Kilometre Zero, he attacked again, Victor Carpenart, and he went full gas, and he forced the breakaway. Then he got himself into the breakaway. Then he attacked the breakaway again, and then he ended up winning the stage. He has nailed social distancing. doesn't want to ride with anyone. (laughs)
0: Brilliant stuff. Hey, look, some bad news too, or some surprise news. Jai Hindley?
1: Yeah. yeah, He he didn't look 100% when we hit the mountains, and we weren't sure what it was. It turns out that he's abandoned the race, came second in the race last year, and the statement from the team and from Jai is saying that he's got a saddle sore. And if you've ever had a saddle sore and tried to sit on your bike, it's super uncomfortable. But Through my experience and having this chat with Robbie McEwen, who knows even better than I do about spending a lot of time on your bike with a sore backside, a saddle sore is normally a symptom of something else as well. It's the system breaking down. So he's probably got a little bit of a bug, a bit of bacteria or a bit of a virus, and the saddle sore is part of that symptom. He's now out of the race and, you know, he'll make a full recovery from that. He just needs to go home and have a couple of good nights' sleep.
0: Matt Keenan from SBS Cycling is online. We're talking about the current situation at the Giro d'Italia. A bit of a question without notice. Uh, What about any of the other West Australians, any West Australians still still sort of cycling along and still in contention?
1: Absolutely. Not in contention to win, but in contention to do something and maybe a stage victory. We've got Cameron Myers riding with the bike exchange team and he was a little under the weather the first week. He ended up going through two courses of antibiotics and he's now actually coming good. I don't know how you recover when you're riding 150 to no. 200 kilometres per day, Tim, but that's why they're good and I'm commentating. <laughs> so he's, he's on the return. We saw him at the front yesterday. He's supporting Simon Yates, British guy on the Aussie team, who's second overall. So Camai's got a really big role to play. The other Western Australian, Michael Storer, who's a teammate of Jai Hindley's, he's been good, really good. He's been in a couple of breaks. He's looked like he's been a chance to win a stage. And I think now that is out, their other team leader, Roman Barday is sitting, I think, eighth overall. Michael Storrs should get a bit of freedom to try and go on a break and win a stage. And I'd love to see it happen.
0: Okay, so who leads the Giro d'Italia coming into the next stage? And where is the next stage take us?
1: Well, the, the leader at the moment is the Colombian, Egan Bernal, who won the Tour de France yes. in 2019. And he looks like he's going to be pretty hard to stop. Tonight's stage is an absolute monster. They go, it's 212 kilometres and they go over three mountains that take them above 2,000 metres in altitude. So three mountains bigger than any mountain that we've got in Australia and they're doing it all in one day wow. and it's 212 k's. It's forecast to be four degrees at the finish line, which isn't at top, the top one of the mountains. So there will be snow at the top of the mountain. Oh. Hopefully it's not snowing, but there'll be snow on the side of the road and the forecast is miserable. I wouldn't be surprised if they have to change the course slightly because going to those sorts of altitudes in that weather could be really dangerous. But it makes for good TV.
0: Certainly does. We're looking forward to it on SBS. Of course, what is the uh, the food of choice? What gets taken uh, to the, uh, the from the couch, Peloton? What are they providing? What are you uh, producing?
1: Well, a couple of days ago, there was. I was referring to mm-hmm. stage 13 to Verona as Pancake Flat. And I got hounded on social media by the Couch Peloton team. So it's not pancake flat in Italy, mate. It's pizza flat. So then that day throughout the state. my Twitter account was flooded with photos of homemade pizzas. Seriously? So that's been pretty cool. Yeah, it was really good. Right. But tonight they're going up into the high mountains, and I'm thinking something that's been slow-cooked is... You know, nice and warm and a little bit stodgy. The sort of thing that you eat, you end up on the couch mm. in a carbo coma mm. and have a little bit of a nana nap.
0: Yep, three sausage rolls, two pies, of parsley, and a chocolate milk washed down.
1: Beautiful. Perfect. Actually, I had a sausage roll yesterday after my son's under nine football. Where did you get fractals. it from? Where did you get
0: Did you get from a service station or did you buy it from a bakery? No, or?
1: it was at the ground. It was oh. at the ground. And he played He yeah. played at the Brunswick Street Oval, the old Fitzroy yeah. ground, where you know the, the Lions actually used to play up until about you know the 19th. 50s. It was okay. really nice to, to go out to that ground and see the juniors have a kicker out.
0: Are you a sauce man on your on your sausage roll?
1: Please. How can you not have sauce? No. I don't want to have the sausage roll dry. I need the sauce. <laughs> well, I'm look, assuming you have sauce. Tim, we can only... Mate, disinter- no, this mate, mate,
0: mate, I, I am a sauce man. But now... That, Thank you. Now, the debate rages, and someone has asked this question on social media today. Once the sauce is open, is it in the fridge or remain in the cupboard?
1: No, 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 no! It's in the cupboard. There's really? enough sugar and preserve. Yes, there's enough sugar and preserves. that is in there to keep it, you know, so it won't go off. And if you put it in the fridge yeah. and then you put it on your pie or your sausage roll, there's too big a contrast between the temperatures of the thing that you're eating. So I'm definitely, I'm firmly in the cupboard. Camp. Wow!
0: All right. Well, one day you'll come out of That's the closet. A fair other, <laughs> one day you'll
1: come out of the you'll cupboard. Come out of the kitchen cupboard. <laughs>
0: What time are you on here tonight? What time do we tune in to SBS to watch the Zero? Uh,
1: 9.20 on SBS Viceland.
0: What channel is it? What time's is that? 9.20. Is that 7.20 my no, time?
1: 9.20, so that's 7.20 your time.
0: Beautiful. Can't wait. We'll time, look forward time. to it, mate. Hope you make the distance. 220Ks, whatever it is. I appreciate your time. We'll do it again soon.
1: Good stuff, Tim. Thanks, mate. He's a
0: good man. He loves his sauce in the cupboard on his sausage roll. That's Matt Keenan. He is the guru when it comes to cycling around the world, and you can see him on SBS tonight on Giro d'Italia or, of course, anywhere, online, watch it, wherever. But his name's Matt Keenan, and he is the absolute go-to when it comes to pedalling. And if you're a part of the Couch Peloton, keep up the good work and keep the bloke on us. This is Sporting Goss.